Hey girl, hey, how you doing, boom? Today we are going with our pivoting series. And by the way, I decided to do this pivoting series because I have pivoted many times in my life. Obviously, if you haven't heard, but I feel like every time I didn't have guidance and I would look at other, I would search for podcasts or books or videos or whatever, and nobody was talking about this. But yet I know that everybody has pivoted at some point. It's just part of life. You have to pivot. You learn, you discover, you keep going on this path. And anyway, this series really came from that place of, okay, people pivot all the time. Nobody talks about it, but we need to start talking about it. So we normalize pivots so that we normalize understanding how we operate better and, and how to navigate a pivot. Today, I have my dear friend, Brooke Jefferson, on the podcast. Brooke is also a podcaster herself. She runs the Book More Clients Photography Podcast, and I will leave all of her information linked down below for you to check her out. But obviously, she's a photographer, and I know for some of you mamas, you just love taking photos so, so much. So if you love the part of your business, but maybe you don't love the rest and you want to make a pivot and you're just feeling stuck, maybe you thought about doing photography before, but I don't know, do you feel qualified or do you have what you need? Or maybe you didn't even think about this. So the beauty about this episode is that we get to really come together and shed a light on all of the different ways that you can turn this passion for photography and turn that into a business. The thing that you need to understand, Mama, is that because you are in this world of e-commerce, you're already so niche that if you love the e-commerce world, if you love selling online and all these things, it'll be so much easier for you to connect with other like-minded business owners who are ready to take their business to the next level and hire you to help them, whether that's with social media or with taking product photos and whatnot. But anyway, let's get into this episode and I really hope you enjoy it. Brooke, thank you so much for coming to this podcast. And oh my gosh, I'm so ready for you to bless my audience with your knowledge. So tell us who you are and what you do. Yeah, thank you so much for asking me to come on. I love a good podcast conversation. I'm a podcaster too. And for those of you that don't know me, my name is Brooke Jefferson, and I'm a family photographer located in Southwest Oklahoma. I'm a mom to two kids. They're both at school right now. Thank goodness. Um, but I remember the day of trying to run a business and have a baby constantly attached to my hip too. So been there, done that. Um, I am also married to my husband and he has several businesses and jobs as well as I do. And uh, we are pretty much never sit still, but I'm really, really excited to be here. And also the other part of my business is I started out as a photographer and now I coach people how to start successful, profitable, and fulfilling photography businesses. So I'm really excited to share some of my knowledge with your audience today. Awesome. So before we dive in, we're doing this whole series on pivoting. I love your story. So if you can go into your story a little bit, the ladies in my audience can understand that pivoting is okay. And it's such a huge part of business and growth that you don't start today knowing what you're going to do. Like there are ebbs and flows and then you finally find your groove and it's like, oh my God, this is amazing. And everything just prepares you for that moment. So can you walk us through your pivot? 
Oh my gosh. I've had so many pivots in, in both life and in business multiple times over. And I don't think that pivots are necessarily just okay. I really think they're necessary. I think that everybody will eventually pivot. And if anyone's like me or recovering perfectionist, we don't want to get it wrong. We don't want to fail forward. We just want to get it right the first time and know exactly what we're going to do forever and ever. And I just don't think that is reality. And I don't think that is a expectation that people need to be having either. I think that's really unhealthy. So first of all, know that yes, pivoting is okay, but I really think that pivoting is necessary. So I want to give you guys two examples within my own business where pivoting has helped get me to where I am today. So the first pivot that I made as a photographer was when I first started my business, I picked up my camera, I fell in love with it, and I just wanted to photograph anything and everything under the sun. So I was photographing everything from weddings to engagements to newborns to just because sessions. I mean, there really was no rhyme or reason to what I was photographing other than the fact that I couldn't get enough of it. And that worked for a while. And that really opened the door to allow me to get the experience I needed and really learn to work with people and this type of a business. And then as time went on, I started realizing there's certain types of photography that I didn't love, or that gave me a little extra dose of anxiety before I went in or things that I just wasn't really happy with. And then on the flip side of that, I realized there's actually several different types of photography that I'm really drawn to that I'm a little more passionate about. Um, and that I really wanted to go all in with. So the very first pivot that I made was I had to, what we call in my industry, niching down. I had to pick the genre that I wanted to become known for. And that is how I became a family photographer and not just a photographer down the street that can take good pictures with her camera. So that's the first example of a pivot. This is a pivot that I encourage all of my students and my podcast listeners to make in their businesses is to really identify what do you love doing? What really lights you up? What is something that you could wake up every single day and not really get tired of? It doesn't mean that you won't burn out at some point, And it doesn't mean that you won't have a day where you don't feel like working. We're human. That's all of us. We all need a good break from time to time. But there is something stirring within you you know what that is. You already have something in your mind right now while I'm talking and you're like, that is the thing for me. I want to give you guys one more example of a big pivot that I made that's not just within photography, but got me to really focus all in with photography. So a few years back, I was still trying to learn the side, my side hustle of a photography business and get it up and running to full time. At the same time, I was teaching middle school, so I had the nine to five job. I'm trying to run a business on the side and to make things even more complicated, I opened another business and I was a virtual assistant for five and six figure business owners. So I was the one that helped them map out and strategize all of their marketing content. I was constantly glued to a phone or a computer and trying to manage all these multiple accounts. The money was fantastic. I was excited to get paid every month and it was just really cool to have all the money coming in. But I noticed 
I'm trying to run a race and run in three directions at the same time. And it was literally impossible. A lot of things happened. My family got put on the back burner and all of those things. And I just eventually was like, okay, you're going to have to cut something out and you need to go all in with the one. And so then I cut out the virtual assistant business. And that was hard guys. That was good money that I had to say goodbye to in hopes that I would be able to get my photography business to full-time income. But once I made the pivot and I made the commitment and I went all in with my photography business, I was able to build that up in less than a year to full-time. So where it was at the time was part-time and I was able to take it full-time and I left my teaching job in 2018 and I have never looked back since. So those are two examples of two pivots that I had to navigate in my business. And I'm so thankful I had to wasn't easy, wasn't fun, but yes, but I've made the pivot as well. When I look at where you are now, I can tell that you love what you do. You're so passionate about it. You're lit up about it. Yeah. Just trust that if something's not clicking, just keep going, keep digging until you get there. Sometimes have you ever seen that, that meme, like there's a guy digging and he like gives up, but then the picture shows that he's three feet away from gold. Keep digging. Don't give up because you're going to find your thing. and We've been told what to do our entire lives. Like we've never really had the creativity to say, oh, okay, I'm going to do this. Our teachers, our parents, our bosses always told us, okay, sit here and do this. And for us now to try to figure out as adults and you're supposed to have figured out, it's scary, you know, but just lean into it and and trust that you're going to find your thing. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So Brooke, let's say I have a mama right now in my audience that she loves taking photography and especially for Etsy. Doing photos for Etsy are so much fun because you get to do the product photos, but you also get to do lifestyle photos. On Amazon, it's a little bit different because the photos on Amazon, the main image, it needs to be done in a studio because the white background and all that. So it's a little bit more involved, but you can still put in like lifestyle photos, which is something that I feel like lacks a lot on Amazon. But anyway, let's say there's this mama and like she lights up whenever she needs to take pictures for her Etsy shop or her Amazon store. And she's like, I don't love the rest of the business, but I love this part. How can she take her skills as a photographer for e-commerce specifically and start a business? Yeah, I love that. And I think almost everyone probably listening to this in some form, some capacity enjoys taking images or they have a desire for wanting images, whether that's a family or lifestyle or really just for their e-commerce business, everybody can relate. To photography. And that's what I love. So a lot of people will argue you don't need photography. And I agree. Like I would definitely put photography more in a luxury category because we can live, we can breathe, we, all those things without it, but it makes life so much sweeter. Here's the thing. We've all been there. And the beauty of my story is I was a mom first before I started a business, which is really, really cool because I think some people start as a business and then have to learn motherhood on top of that. And I got to do it backwards. So I actually picked up a camera. I grew up thinking I was going to be in front of it. So let's just put that out there. My sister used to take pictures of me all the time. I thought that I was going to go into like acting or modeling or something like that. And so it's hilarious that I'm actually the photographer and have made a business out of that. Um, But that's the foundation. So I picked up my camera when my daughter was about six months old 
And I knew nothing about it. And I, I just went in with one goal and the goal was to document my daughter's life, just the way that we all do. So your goal might be to document images for your business, to increase your profits, increase those sales, to get your message across. And so whatever your goal is, we all start somewhere. And we either get really lit up by photography or we're like, yeah, that I'm just going to hire a professional. It's one of the two things. And so what I would say is if you're really leaning into the photography and it's really lighting you up and you want to do something with it and you're like, yeah, maybe this e-commerce thing really isn't for me, but I do love taking pictures. How can I make money by just doing that? I feel like there's several different avenues that someone could go into. So some of the things that I coach students on that are photographers that want, again, profitable and fulfilling businesses is number one, to really dig deep, like you said earlier, into your why. Why do you love this? Why do you want to do this? And how is it going to enhance your life in some way? And that's important. I know a lot of people are like, just tell me about the money-making stuff. Well, before you get there, you really do need a solid why. Why are you doing this? What is the foundation? Because you're going to come, you're going to hit a wall one day and you're going to have to remind yourself, but I still love this. This is hard, but I still love doing this. And I could still wake up every day and continue to do it. That's the first thing is to identify your why. And then the second thing is, to go back to what I said all about this pivoting, we want to niche down. You want to find what you love to photograph. The first step is to just get some experience under your belt. Call up some friends, your neighbors, your family, your kids. Start taking pictures of anything and everything you can. And if you really know that, no, I love doing photography for e-commerce businesses, then I want you to go to one of your local businesses in your area. And I want you to offer them do a free shoot if you want to, especially guys, if you have zero experience, walk in there, introduce yourself, say, hey, I'm really wanting to get started in offering photography services for businesses of their products to help you guys have images to post online, meet up with a couple business owners. And then I want you to give them do I would say do one free shoot, ask them for three products or three outfits, if you're going to go to a boutique or something like that. And I want you to take pictures for them, explain why you're doing what you're doing. And then I want you to give the pictures back to them and see what they have to say about it. And you might get hired on the spot and you might start this new business venture right then and there. But really the first thing is you want to get as much experience under your belt and figure out why or what you love to photograph before you just dive in for a full business. So that's the very first place I would start. What are your thoughts about that? I love that so much. And I know for me, I love photography, but I don't know how to take pictures. So I have a vision for something and I have to tell my husband, okay, this is what I'm thinking. Like, I want to be here and I want this in the background so I can like tell him. And I'm like, I just need to take Brooks course and learn how to become a photographer because it's in me. And another thing too, I'm a little crazy. Like when I find something that I love, I'm, I'm all in. I made a loaf of bread once and I went out and bought another Vitamix a KitchenAid and, and it was 400 bucks. It's sitting on my counter and I'm feeling a little guilty. So maybe don't be crazy like me. Like, I think it's okay for you to start with an iPhone. Like you tell me, is it okay if you have like a nicer phone 
to start with that to see if you really love before you go spend thousands on a camera? Oh, 100%. And I'm so glad you brought that up. See, for me, I've been in this for so long that I forget even the basics of this. And absolutely. So I do want to give you guys a couple of tips here, especially when it comes to getting a camera. You do not have to have the nicest camera in the entire world to take good pictures. In fact, 90% of what is gonna happen within that camera is your knowledge of knowing how to use it. I do have a camera basics course that teaches you like lighting and posing. I mean, it, I think it's 50 bucks. It is the cheapest thing ever. And it is meant to get you started so that you don't do what you did, right? You don't go out and you buy the expensive thing and you leave it on your kitchen counter. Same thing with cameras. The reason I made that course is because I kept getting so many messages from women that were like, my husband got me a camera four Christmases ago and it's been sitting in the closet ever since because I'm overwhelmed. I don't know how to use this thing and I don't want you to be overwhelmed. Yes, don't go out and get the most expensive thing. Some of the best times to buy cameras would be around Mother's Day. So having someone get it for you. Black Friday for sure. So if there is a camera and you know, like I'm going to run with this photography thing, I really do want a nice camera. I would say if you're wanting a camera, $500 and beyond, which is very easy to do these days. If I mean, the camera that I own is several thousand dollars. I know that's crazy, but you don't need to start there. Go start with a $500 camera, use the heck out of it. Because when I first started, that's exactly what kind of camera I used to. It was a crop sensor. And I know you guys are like, what is that? Just don't worry about that. That's some photography lingo. But I didn't have the best camera. But you know what? The three years that I did have that camera taught me more than any expensive camera ever could have. And it made me appreciate the thousands of dollar camera way more when I got to buy that with my profit. So yes, you are absolutely right. And if you don't you know, want to start with the camera. I will say phone photography and camera photography, very different, but to get a feel for it, I'm totally with you. I think having the iPhone camera good enough to start with, it'll at least teach you, you'll get the posing, you'll get the lighting, the angles. Do you even like setting stuff like that up? And so, yeah, that, that would be where I would start if before you even invest a dollar into photography. Yeah. And I think what's cool about if you decide to go with e-commerce is that there is a side of, okay, I'm just going to photograph the products, but I also need to do some lifestyle photos and then your creativity really comes out. I love, so I sell one product on my Etsy shop, but I have several listings for the one product and I have like a Christmas listing and a Valentine's Day listing and a father's like, because I just love setting it up and just getting creative. And I just live for that. You get to be as creative as, as you possibly can with this business. You know, like I feel like photography is the most creative thing you can do. I don't know, at least for me, like I seriously get the children. I was just talking about it. I'm totally going to go get your course because I need to learn how to do this and with my iPhone. And yeah, like just being able to transfer those feelings because here's the thing, when you're selling something online on a store in a marketplace, you're selling through images mostly. So if your images are not doing the talking for you, like you're losing sales. So if you can be the photographer who knows I can, my photos are going to convert visitors into buyers. Like people are going to want to hire you because ultimately we want to make more money. So I love this so much. Okay. I want to vouch for that because I am one of those people where the image is so important. And I'm sure that you guys have touched a little bit about branding, but a lot of the brand and your company and the things that you're selling absolutely matter. And they have to be paired with images because when I buy your product, I want to see the product in different lighting. I want to see the, how can I use this product two or three different ways? So for example, I'm on Etsy and Amazon 
literally every week. That's a whole nother conversation. But when I'm looking to buy something, the images matter to me and I will choose another store or another company over another one because they have better images or more images or they're clearer. And so I do want to, I want to back that up a thousand percent. If you guys are using images to sell your products, you want to know the skills to make that the best you possibly can, even if it is a phone image, because it matters. And I am one of those buyers that will leave it if it looks too cheap or the image quality is really hard to read. And so, and I will, and I'll switch over to a different one and buy it from someone else. So I just want to vouch that is totally true. And I am one of those shoppers. Yeah. See you guys. Well, always been saying for like a year and a half. It's true. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Okay. So let's say I have this mama, she's like pumped up and she's going to want to start. First thing, like you said, is go to local business, take some photos, see if she likes it and what the business owner has to say, like positive feedback or negative, whatever. We'll just have to take that and, and go with it. What are some things that she can do if she wants to make this shift? Yeah. Okay. So first I want to put myself in someone's shoes and let's pretend I'm not a photographer, but I have found that I like taking pictures. I have to do it for my own e-commerce business. And I get this inkling that I might want to pivot away from that and really start providing the service of branding and product imagery for other businesses. Right now in real life, if I was not a photographer, I have two friends that came straight into my head who are small business owners that sell products. One of them sells candles. One of them sells polymer clay earrings. So what I would do is I would text my friend and this may be a little less intimidating for some of you. So if you're like, I'm not about to go step into a business, uh, especially like a local shop and give them subpar images, right? Like that might be too much. So let's go with the friend idea. So I would text my friend and I would say, hey girl, I am trying to step into this photography thing or see if I'm really any good at it. And I am looking to take some free images for you that you can use on your Etsy shop or your Instagram page or whatever. And it's just free, it's free images and free marketing for you. Would it be okay if our some of your product or came over to your house or whatever that case needs to be? and then give it back to you. And I'm telling you right now, because I have done this for my friend before that they're like, absolutely like, come get it, come take pictures. No one is going to tell you no. And here's the thing, when you do it for free and you're going to hear different controversial, I guess, opinions on this topic about doing work for free. But here's the thing, guys, when I started my business, I did start it for free. I did, I did a handful of different sessions all for free because here's the thing. One, it takes the pressure off of me, right? If it's a total failure, pressure's off. Nobody paid me a dime. I don't have to feel bad for it. I can just, the creativity also gets cheapened when you are paid for something. It just, it really does. And that's why I encourage photographers, even who are with a full-time business that you guys do creative shoots just for yourself, no payment, right? And so that's what I would do. That's where I would start. And then give them back to them, right? Like there's no pressure. Just do it for free. Find a friend or two or go to one of your local community groups on your little trading posts and just say, hey, I'm looking for a couple of small business owners that have physical products to sell. I'd love to take some photography images and hand them back to you for advertising and marketing. I guarantee you, you'll get people lining up at your door and you'll get the experience you need. You'll get to, you know, 
try your creativity. And then you get to see, do, do you love it? Do you want to start charging for it and get the testimonials? So when you give the images back and those business owners are using them, have they made sales since? Is there a particular product that because now you photographed it, is it making more sales than it was? Um, does the image look better than what she was using and use those testimonials to your advantage? So I think that's the most practical way that I would step into doing something like that. Yeah, totally. And I also think if you love the social media aspect, which is something you brought up, you can also become like a social media VA for local business owners so that you can go to their shops and take their pictures and post for them. Like if you love that part, the creative part, that's also something. There's so many ways that you can spend the skill that you learned just being an e-commerce seller, just run with it. So the possibilities are really endless. And honestly, if you I'm so giddy right now, I love this idea. Go listen to Brooke's podcast because she breaks it down amazingly. I listen. I'm not a photographer and I listen to the podcast. That's how good it is, you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, I that podcast, I poured my heart and soul into it now for two and a half years. I love it. We primarily started chatting mostly marketing. And so regardless of what business you have, I guarantee you almost every single episode I've heard from even non-photographers are really helpful and applicable to the business. And so it's a great business podcast. We talk all things from client experience to niching down to marketing, even if you're not a photographer. But if you are loving this idea of doing photography, I absolutely would come start on my podcast, which is called Book More Clients Photography Podcast. And what I love about your podcast. First of all, I know you, you're a mama just like me. So you get the struggle, like, you know, my pain points and like your podcast, it's for anybody, anybody can listen to it, but like, you just know what you're getting when you, when you listen to your podcast, which I love that because you're not somebody who's making, I don't know, a bajillion million dollars. And you're so far removed from my reality now that I'm like, I'm not connecting, you know? So I love like how real your podcast is and how helpful it actually is. I love that so much. And that does, that means a lot because I, even as a podcast listener, I mean, you guys are listening to this podcast episode right now. Clearly you listen to podcasts and as a podcast listener, there were shows that I felt like I knew the host. And then it always seemed to rip me apart when they did become so far removed or they like scaled their business so quickly that now they're, we're talking about topics I can't even relate to anymore, or they've brought on someone else to co-host their podcast. I like, it's just weird. And so I'm totally with you there. And I really do pride, you know, my business and my brand to be very relatable. And I plan on being very relatable until the end of time. So hopefully you always think that way, but I like that is one of the highest compliments ever. I do. I'm, I'm all about the tangible, get with it. We don't need to chat for 45 minutes about a side conversation and what you had for dinner last night like let's just dive in and get it like we've got stuff to do I love that you said that (laughs) that's such bad people it's 10 minutes into a podcast and what are we talking about anymore because I can't I just don't have time for that so yeah yeah that's awesome (laughs) okay so tell us again your website and your podcast and all the ways that my listeners can connect with you yeah so podcast is book more clients photography podcast very self-explanatory and then you can get all my social links and all of that my website at the time of this recording is being completely redone but i'm gonna bet by the time this probably airs or a little bit after the website will be back up and running but all the social links are still on that coming soon page so that's brookjefferson.com and you get everything you could ever want right there on the website and I'll leave all the information linked down below. And, and if you give me the link to the your photography course, I'll yeah. link that down below as well. I can absolutely do that. 
Awesome. Well, Brooke, thank you so much. I hope that the mamas that are listening to this, if they have this calling in their heart that you can just, just start small, you know, don't go crazy like me and run to Costco and get expensive KitchenAid, like start small, grab your phone and go listen to Brooke's podcast and see what you can do with this business and, and run with it. I love it. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. Mama, was that amazing or what? I really hope you enjoyed this episode and that if you have a calling in your heart to go different directions in your business, understand that that's totally okay. There's nothing wrong with you. You're just learning and you're discovering what you like because maybe you never really had an opportunity in your life to really dive in into the things that you love, okay? Permission to discover and to explore. Granted, not that you need any, but here you go. Granted, go after the life that you want to live because mama, the day that you live your days is how you live your life. And if you're living your days doing something that you don't love 100%, how is that going to make you feel? But you cannot stress your way out, out of a bad life. You can't hate your way out of bad life either. You have to love what you're doing. You have to vibe with what you're doing. And I really hope that the series has enlightened you in some way and has really opened up your eyes to the possibilities of all the different ways that you can still make money and make an impact from home and take everything that you have learned up until this point and apply to a different area of your life. And that makes you so, so valuable because you have all of these different skills that you have. Somebody's much more likely to hire you as a past e-commerce seller to take their photos, to run their social media, to run whatever if you have background in e-commerce already because you know the pain points of selling online, you understand them. And yeah, I could hire somebody else who has no experience and they're not really going to vibe, but why would I hire that person who doesn't really understand the ins and outs of e-commerce when I can hire you? You have experience. You have done the thing in e-commerce. If you now have pivoted and you offer this service specifically for e-commerce sellers. And you can even go deeper for Etsy sellers or Amazon sellers or Shopify sellers. You can even go deeper, as deep as you want, as niche now as you want, and you can serve that specific niche. Mama, I hope that this series has really blessed you and has enlightened you and that if you feel stuck to make a change, make a change, Mama. You can totally do because it's your life and surrender let go of what other people are going to think of you what other people are going to say about you because nobody gets to live your life okay except for you you get to live your life with you for the rest of your life so make sure that you live with integrity and love and passion and gratitude and abundance all running from within mama remember you are a strong capable businesswoman and you can make pivots as many times as you want until you get to the right place. Until next time, may you be wrapped in peace, love and kindness, and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye, girl. Hey, mama. I really, really hope that this episode has blessed you in some way. And if you did, would you please be so kind as to leave me a review on Apple? Your review is literally the number one way that you can thank me for all the work, for all the love that I put into these episodes. Also, if you loved listening to today's episode, I can guarantee you that you're going to love working with me. So head over to my website, julianabrabadi.com to see all the ways that I can help you. And I can't wait to talk to you soon. Bye.